Welcome to a brand new episode of Quarantined. It is me, your host, your boy, Zay, and I'm here with my good friend, my boy, Chaz. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, listen, the last time we did the podcast, I tried to cash that check you sent me, but it bounced. Um, is, Are you going to fix that or, you know, what's going on with that? Yeah, that check for $1 is on its way. Um, send me a cash up and I got you. Okay, buddy. Um, you know, cause I don't, I don't want to get screwed over again. I'm not doing this again if this happens. <laughs> so today we, we, uh, we will be reviewing the brand new Batman movie that just, uh, was released the other day. Um, so what were some of your favorite parts of the movie? We'll start from the beginning, the middle of it. Um, but before we get to that, if you could rate the movie, what would you give it? Uh, I mean, me personally, I would I would give it like between an eight and a ten. It was really good. You know, honestly, I'd like to give it a ten, but I, I that I can't I can't think of like a good reason to give it a ten. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because right after we had saw it, my um my rating would probably be like six or seven out of ten. Wow. Um, I think it's because I am um, compared to other Batman movies that I have seen. And I've also said that they just keep redoing the character so much. I'm kind of kind of tired of seeing Batman. I mean, we just had him in Justice League. Well, you see, so with that, it feels like it wasn't really a Batman movie though. You know, it wasn't Batman centric. He was he was like a he was a character. Even in Batman v Superman, you still had Wonder Woman show up. You know what I mean? It's ready for like new characters. And then I will get to this, but there seems to be the Joker in this movie. You know, I was with um, Riddler. I like that because he yeah. hasn't been um, done since, what, the 1990s Batman um, series? When yeah. So, Carey? Yeah, when they had Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since you've really seen the Riddler outside of, like, the uh, like TV shows, like... um like a uh, Gotham they had, yeah. they had Enigma in there yeah but like movie wise I it has been a while uh since the Riddler all right so in this movie um it doesn't give you it doesn't really go through Batman so because it's kind of already been done so many times right well yeah so this is set up two years after uh Bruce Wayne has started his activities as Batman yes so he's already has a relationship with uh, Gordon, uh, and he's already become. So that was the cool thing. So in the beginning, um, you have all this crime happening out on the streets. Everyone's doing whatever they want, and then the bat signal comes out, and then every single villain is afraid of the shadows. It's to me, it's amazing. Yes, that part's good. I thought that was like some of the best imagery to see, like to show you exactly what Batman means on the streets. All these people. That are doing all these. Someone's robbing a bean store. Someone's like uh, messing with a bank. Other people are like beating up people and recording it. Uh, to me, it was just like amazing. And then all of a sudden, they see the bicycle in the sky and they're like, we gotta get out of here. We gotta run. <laughs> Stop that. Everybody's running into the shadows, trying to get away, almost trying to get into the light so they can be able to see. Yeah, I mean, they're just, they're. They're so afraid because that's where he comes from. That's where he is. 
And so you have uh, that first brutal scene where all those guys are chasing that uh, Asian man off of a train, about to beat him up and probably film it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they notice the uh, bat signal in the sky, and then they hear footsteps, and yeah. out he comes. They, they drew the lottery. And the guy, um, the black guy with the half-painted face that was, a boy, uh, that was about to join the squad, the I wasn't, dudes. I wasn't sure if he was black or if he was Hispanic. Okay. Well, he's from um, Teen Titans. He's Tim Drake. Oh. I, oh, yeah, that. He plays that character in the movie. You mean in the show? Yeah, in the show. Now, let's get to the uh, the first scene where they introduce um, Riddler when he's about to take out the mayor. Go through that scene for me. Yeah, so um, so you just see some guy looking in to the uh, mayor's house. And the first thing you see is you see um, a kid. Well, you, you see a, a small figure in a ninja outfit with a sword. And then you see... Uh, two people enter a husband and a wife you imagine and then you see the little figure stab one guy You're like oh shit yeah i was like yo did he just take him? bro it's an it's a costume it's probably halloween and lo and behold this is i thought this was really good um filmmaking because they had the guy fall and then you see the figure go past the uh, woman and then you see him come back you can't hear them talking you see a flash of a pumpkin uh, trick or treat uh, basket in his hand, yep. so you can and you can infer it's Halloween. So I thought that was I thought that was really cool uh, uh, directing right there. You know, yep. that way you know exactly what day it is. Besides, you know, Batman's monologue and all that. So now is the next scene where the Riddler enters the room, right? Yeah, so somehow the skylight, I, and I was wondering about that. I was like, did someone go into the office, or was the skylight just open? Yes, I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, but anyway, so the mother and the son leave, I guess, with the guard or their security or whatever to go trick-or-treating, and the husband stays, and he's watching the news, seeing how uh, the polls are going because he's a mayoral candidate uh, trying to get reelected again against someone else. Yes. So he's distracted, and then all of a sudden, in the back, in the dark, you literally see the reflection from the mask of the Riddler. Yeah, because the TV flashes on him as the mayor is looking at the TV about his poll numbers. Yeah, yeah. So, but he doesn't jump out and kill him instantly. Like, he waits, because the phone rings. The mayor talks to somebody on the phone. The Riddler still sits into the back, and then he... He brutally attacks him. Um, honestly, yeah, the it wasn't like a it wasn't like a calculated attack with some type of special move. It was just like he hit him out of rage, like boom, and he hits him with that uh, that silver little like double thing. Um, the Tucker, the Tucker, right? And then he which, pretty much beats his brains in. Important at the end of the movie, which you never realize at at all. You never saw that part coming. So he like beats his brains in, and then that's when he takes the the tape. And he wraps his whole face in tape. That's sort of like his moniker that he's going to do to all his victims throughout the movie. Yeah. And uh, then uh, he cuts his thumb off. But you don't find that out until well, until... Batman and Jim Gordon come. Well, I mean, they find the body and doesn't have his thumb. Yes. 
and then they got they're going to use that later on to solve one of the riddles. So where yeah. would you take it from there? What part would you like to hit next? Uh, so then we have to we have to go into uh Batman. Bat- so the police are there, and Commissioner. I, I don't think he's Commissioner yet, but uh, Detective Gordon. Let's call him Detective for now. I'm not too sure what his uh thing is. What his t- title Gordon, is? Yeah. yeah, Detective Gordon calls Batman, and every single cop is like, "What the." fuck <laughs> like why are you with this man he's a vigilante it's like whoa 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 this is uh this is cop business he's like look <laughs> me and you know because batman and you know what batman like i because he knows he sort of sort of shouldn't be there so he doesn't disrespect the cops he kind of just lets gordon direct him to where like he's allowed to go and tell the other cops it's cool he's with me because the one Hispanic cop was really just like like you said like whoa 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 what you doing in here buddy yeah I mean which is under- I can get it like you know yeah. he's not part of the team he's not part of the team and a vigilante makes it look like the cops aren't doing their job exactly. but there's good reason why it looks that way and it'll come on later in the movie which is unfortunate yeah so but- go ahead go ahead so one of the one of the coolest uh, gadgets I think they introduced uh, with Batman is the fact that he wears um, eye contacts that literally record what he sees. Yeah, that was I didn't even see that coming. That was great. No, I mean, um, I thought, yeah, that was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, but anyway, so first victim, the mayoral candidate. Um, so you have him in a chair. His thumb's gone. And he has a uh, a letter taped to him to the Batman, which is why he was invited. Okay, yeah. So all of a sudden, you uh, you open up and you uh, and you see in the letter when a liar. What does a liar do when it's dead? And the and the answer is. It lies still. It lies still, which is a great, you know, double entendre. You know, it, it you know, it means something else at the same time. Uh-huh. So let's just go through why uh, the Riddler is doing all this. Like, what is his whole story? And basically, he wants to get rid of all the corrupted politicians and police that. Um, so I feel like it's more every single person that was involved with the renewal scandal is yes. the way. I- and the renewal situation is uh, Bruce Wayne's father's plan uh- to help Gotham. Yeah, so I feel like we should just go through all the victims and that'll help to go through the story, too. All right. So we so first we got the mayor. The guy who was running to be mayor, we got well, him. He was, mayor. he was mayor before he was rerunning to be reelected. Okay, okay, okay. So he's he's gone. Yeah. So then you have uh, Batman. So in the end, Batman is kicked off out of the apartment and um, by the commissioner of the time, I believe, or at least the head the head honcho of the police. Yes, because he had a problem with Gordon letting Batman in there. And he was yeah. like, all the years we've been together, you're going to do this? Yeah, they used to be partners until he got big from the Moroni drug bust, which we'll, yeah. again, get into. Uh, so Batman leaves, but he sees the kid from before. And, you know, in the same way, he sees himself in that kid. So, and- yeah, so the kid, the kid is the mayor's son 
and his dad is dead now. So Batman sort of sees himself in him. But you know, at least he still has his mom. So yeah, but you know, he just lost a parent, and he can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. So then, then we start seeing, um, we start seeing some things because we're now we're starting to find out now what's the question? What was he lying about? So yep. Batman's starting to investigate. And he takes the cipher that was with the uh, note that was left on the mayor's body and decodes it as drive. So he decides to go with Gordon to find the mayor's cars. And from there, he finds a thumb drive because it is literally connected to the thumb of the mayor that was stolen. So once they put the thumb on to it, because, you know, Gordon, he didn't want to take. He was like, really? When he gave him the thumb, I would have been the same fucking way, man. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, the severed thumb. He had to, yeah, he had to use it because it was a fingerprint. All right. So, what was on the thumb drive? So, the thumb drive showed incriminating evidence that the mayor was having an extramarital affair. That's right. And then Batman. That's now we get closer to the scene where Batman's going to meet Selena Kyle. Yeah, but here's here's the. You know, fun fact to show the uh, brilliance of the Riddler. The moment they opened those files, they were all sent off from uh, Gordon's uh, police computer That's through right. email to every single news outlet out there. <laughs> that. Oh, absolutely. And I love Gordon. Gordon's reaction. He's like, well, that sucks. Yeah. All right. So what we got here? <laughs> he just rolls with the punch. He's like, oh, they got me. <laughs> Uh, so then, yeah, so then it ends up leading to a club slash lounge where he ends up getting in contact with the Penguin, played by Colin Farrell. Who does a brilliant job. Brilliantly done. Could not even imagine that's Colin Farrell in the slightest. Not at all. Uh, he meets uh, Selena Kyle. So she looks suspicious. But uh, doesn't he recognize the boots from the picture? So he recognizes that Selena Kyle has the boots on. Batman recognizes that. Yeah, so he gets on his bike, follows her back to his place, and sees the girl from the pictures with the mayor. So so here's here's my question real quick, because they didn't dive into this too much. Was that Selena Kyle's girlfriend or just her friend? I think that's her friend. Because I, she, okay, because she kept calling her baby. Yeah, but she then she... Yeah, that's... I think they're... I think they're friends. Okay, okay. Either, yeah, because I think they were just trying to live, they were trying to live like a good life for each other. Uh-huh. But they also might have been together, you know. But she, you know, she still had a job to do. Yeah, and that girl, um, she just wanted to get back to her home country. Was it like Russia or something? Uh, could have been Russia, Ukraine, Poland, or something. She just wanted to get back home. Yeah, she wanted to be able to leave, you know, because she wanted. You know, she was on the news. She wanted to get out of there. Yeah, and after all the scandal broke down, everybody knows who she is now. So she's really trying to get out, and they're involved with the crime bosses. Yeah, which is you know. Uh, so then, so yeah, he sees Selena. She changes into her Catwoman outfit and then leaves in order to go break into the mayor's office for something. Mm -hmm. Where Batman, fully geared up again, meets her. They have a little scuffle. Uh, after somebody she, comes in real yeah, quick, somebody, and, but they 
He, he, I mean, he knew he could beat her, but he was sort of like protecting her at the same time. Like, I'm not here to fight. I just need help. He was, yeah, he was more on, on a defensive. He was just trying to figure things out. Yeah. Oh, and let's not, um, Kravitz did a good job as Catwoman as well. Oh, yeah. No, she did a great job. Yeah. She, it's like everybody who played that character in the movie did a good job. Just want to add that part in there. Yeah. I, good he, action. I enjoyed, uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. I thought he did a great job. And I, I felt like he played a great, I don't know what I am, but I, I'm not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, you know, is whatever. I don't care about that. I care about Batman. He he was at that. He was mostly Batman in movies where he's a playboy and all that stuff and a billionaire. He would, didn't really focus on that. Which is what I which is what I felt was like different about this Batman. Because I mean, you see, um, you know, with Batman Begins, uh, Christopher Nolan. You see with him, uh. He when he comes back, he's like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm Bruce Wayne. I have my business, but I'm also Batman. Like, no, Robert Patton says, I'm Batman. I don't care about Bruce Wayne. You can handle Bruce Wayne. Yeah, all- I don't care about trees. I care about you know vengeance, getting rid of these criminals, instilling fear into all crime doers. You know, so and he was in the city. Good place. All right, so him and Catwoman go to. To do what? What did they go to take care of together? So after, so Catwoman had broken into the mayor's office in order to grab the passport that was taken by the mayor in order to hold over the girl. So after the scuffle and the police showing up, Batman says, let's go back to talk to your friend to see why uh, she might be in trouble and why she doesn't want to talk. Unfortunately, by the time they get back, the apartment has been ransacked. Yep. And she has been kidnapped. Yes. So now that gives Catwoman like movie down because she needs to find her friend. Yeah, so they decide to team up and Batman gives her his contact lenses that can, you know, record what they see. And he has her go into the secret part of the club where all the high rollers and clean officials of the city are. And when she gets down there, here we go. You're going to meet basically... All the high politicians and police officers down there. Yeah, you're talking high on drugs. dirty cops, crooked DA, uh, members of the city council. All these people that are supposed to have a clean cut figure are down there. And some of them are even doing drops, which is like a big drug. Yeah, um, the new drug for the, uh, in the movie. Yeah. So. Thank you. Okay. So. You don't want to reveal that much, uh, that fast, but she encounters uh, Falcone, who is one of the uh, big uh, mafia The biggest people. ones. Yeah, he's the biggest one. Yeah. Who uh, runs the club uh, with the Penguin as his, you know, second in command. Mm-hmm. So Batman notices that they have some sort of connection that she doesn't go into, so she cuts out of the conversation and the only yeah, she takes out she takes yeah. out her um contact lens that uh the DA Colson knows who the rat is. Yeah. So back to the Riddler. So there have been a couple murders that happened during this time with Batman uh you know investigating and finding Selena Kyle. So right after you have the mayor's death you then have the police, police. who uh kicked Batman out of the case. He also turns out to have been um, corrupt, like the mayor. Yep. 
and was actually working with some of the drug runners uh, in the city. So with his death, his was a lot more cruel. Uh, he had Ooh, yeah, it was. He had the rats or something, right? He had like a hamster cage slash maze uh, made around his head, and they had uh, a bunch of rats in there, and pretty much it said no more lies on some of the tubes that they traveled in, and the Riddler pretty much you know made a video showing him you know about to get killed rats nibbling on his face yeah i mean this started to get into saw levels of brutality well with saw you have a chance to escape the trap he's just murdering them in cruel ways yeah i'm talking about like at least the cre- uh, the creativity of the traps that he used instead of just you know taking them yeah, but most of his traps are done in a way to show off. So anyway, back with, uh, to the coroner's office at the police station where Gordon has secretly let him in to show him, you know, the body and then the cage that was used. And we, we talked about this during the movie. Apparently the police can't do jack shit kind of research because Batman instantly finds a letter for him. In the maze. Yes. And do it, but <laughs> Yeah. And anyway, so he also sees that in the maze there's a bunch of uh there's another like invisible cipher that he finds uh that uh leads to uh you know another riddle, which is pretty much him saying, uh what was it? It was like something uh da 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 el rada. And Some. that's the part where, like, the Al Rada part is where even Batman and Gordon are going to get it completely trying to figure it out. But, yeah, take it. Yeah, so pretty much um, you have, it's like, it translates. Or, as you might see it, a penguin. So they uh, try to follow the penguin from his club. And they end up going to a, um, a. So you said following the penguin to his club, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, through the club. Okay. Whoa, that's really far back then. Uh, I don't know. I thought I. I thought you said uh, following him to his drug facility. To a drug facility. Okay. Yeah. So, quick uh, reminder. By this point. Batman and uh, Catwoman had already fallen out. Uh, yes. So at this point, it's just uh, Batman and Gordon, who, after finding the clue from the police commissioner's uh, death mace rat cage, uh, find out that El Rata, Tata, whatever, the flying rat, uh, they believe it to be the penguin. So they believe the penguin is the rat. So they go to get the penguin, arrive at the drug facility where drops are made. And uh, they end up, uh, unfortunately, Catwoman shows up at the same time. So Batman's there is like, uh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. She says that uh, the crooked police officer has um, her roommate's like phone and, or, or stuff like that, like the, their information. And unfortunately, when they go. I think, he took, I think he took Catwoman's phone. No, he took 
her uh, roommates. He has that. Oh, he has her phone. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is they go into the back of the car uh, that the uh, police guy had and they find a few bags. And in one of the bags, they find money. And unfortunately, in another, they find her roommate dead. Her right in the back of the car. Yeah. And then immediately after, they get shot at by the penguins, uh, people and men. He almost did the thing like, you're doing this to me? But like Denzel, when he goes on his training day, when he's like, you motherfuckers want to do this to me? He sort of. <laughs> so, um, anyway, they're shooting. Catwoman's hiding. Gordon's trying to help. But I mean, like, he has like a little pistol and they got like some machine guns. I'm like, Gordon. You're making a good distraction, buddy, but you're about to get yourself killed. Fact, and Batman gets messed up right here. Yeah, so it looks like he got shot pretty badly, and he's down on the ground. But when the Penguin and his men go around the car to find him, as per usual, he's gone. Catwoman's he's hiding. Guy, you vanished. Car. Yeah, he. So he got in his Batmobile, Which and then is pretty sweet. It's like a muscle car. It's more than a muscle car. It's like, I mean, damn. It got lit up muscle car. And it has it has blue fire. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't uh it wasn't playing around. So by that point, you know, they're trying to get like their money and get out of there. So Penguin orders the crooked cop to get uh the money and then immediately <laughs> and then he takes him. Yeah, immediately takes off without him. Guys like, what the hell? Batman follows. Catwoman attacks the police officer and takes one of the bags of money. Bags. Uh-huh. And uh, so now it's a chase between good old Copper Pot and uh, the Bats. And this and- is probably one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he's trying to lose them. And they eventually end up on a highway with a bunch of uh, trucks full of, like, some of them have pallets. Some are, like, an oil truck. And unfortunately, the penguin is not able to get away because a car is in front of him that won't move out the way. And he hears, he hears Batman coming for him. So he literally immediately stops the car. Accident. Yeah, right in front of like a huge truck, and causes a huge pile up that leads to an explosion. Well, Batman hits his little nitro button, and as luck would have it, comes out of the fire. Yep, somehow goes up a gosh darn ramp and jumps over the fire. <laughs> Penguin was like, yeah, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> and then freaking like a bad so He's like, I got you. Comes out of nowhere and instantly wrecks that man. And, and, it's, and it's like, yo, how in the world did the Penguin survive? He should have been seriously messed up. Yeah, well, anyway. I thought that was, like, him, like, coming out of the flames was, like, really cool. Like, you know, Batman just explosion behind him. But then, like, when he bends down to look in the car, it's, like, <laughs> kind of crazy. He's like, you know I got you, right? You tried that? Yeah, so uh, you want to have a little conversation? <laughs> so, anyway. So, him and Gordon basically take Penguin. Um, like, they don't ha- – I think they handcuff his feet and his legs or tape him up, and they start questioning him about the whole situation. Yeah, so they're like, we know it's you, Penguin. You're El Ratatata. You're the rat, the flying rat. You're the guy. He's like, I'm not the fucking flying rat. Don't you mean La? That says La Ratatata. 
<laughs> Don't you know the difference between La and L? <laughs> Bro, this is look me. And then he's like, you like, you guys are fucking stupid. Like, that is not me. That was the funniest shit. And like so Batman they, and Gordon and Libby had to look at each other like, yo, we just fucked up on this one. And then and that's the good thing about the movies, like Batman makes mistakes in his second year. He's not the seasoned vet that he is in like other movies we've seen. No. And it's 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 an unfortunate accident. They just and to me, this just goes to show how smart the Riddler is because everything he does is it's such a double entendre that you think you solved the riddle, but you barely even scratched the surface. So you are El Rata Tata. You are they think you are the flying rat. No, it's URL as in a website. And it's called Ratatata or whatever, a Ratalata. Yup. And so, and, and you can actually go and put the website into your computer and figure out the riddles. And basically, it tells you who the next villain is. But keep it going. Oh, do you know who the next villain is? Ah, uh, seriously? Yeah, that, that would. But I said at the movie theater, like, yo, I am tired of seeing him. He's been in movies, different versions of the character and less, and the joke that just came out, which was a great movie I don't I don't need to see him we can literally get thousands of other characters from, you agree with that? Yeah, again I would have I would have really liked someone else, you know, it's it's always Joker and you, uh, we saw um, Eternals, right? yeah yeah, the guy who plays what's his name, Druid, Drawed, Drog, Drog, Druid, playing Joker, Druid. Yeah, he's playing Joker. Uh, all right, then I forgive it. I like him as an actor. All right. All right. So, what's next? They find the URL and it ends up leading them to the. Was it the abandoned eyes? Okay, so this is. I, I, I gotta admit, at this point, I'm I cannot remember what happens next. I think it might lead them. <sighs> Damn it, I can't remember. Yeah, I think on, basically, some... well, okay. Well, after they get after they get the penguin, he realizes it's not them. Then basically, they got to go to the next part, and they found out that it could be Falcone is the uh, flying rat because. Penguins can't fly. No, so no, like they the only one left. No, they did like something else. No, 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 no. They realized a no penguin told them a flying rat. Did it ever occur to you? It's not. It's a bat. It's a flying. You know, he's talking about the Batman. Oh yeah, he did say that. Yeah. So then Bruce thinks, oh man, he might know my true identity. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So then something happens. He, I think he ends up meeting Catwoman again. And she asks him if he'll help her get her revenge on the cop because yes. he was involved in what happened to her roommate. So at that point, okay, I remember now. So at that point, she tells him, what are you, have you been living under a rock? Don't you know what happened? The evidence that was released against the Wayne. And then it turns out that, um, well, from what you understood, uh, so you have, the Waynes, and then you have the Arkhams, who are two big families that started Gotham. So, mm-hmm. 
his father is a Wayne and his mother was an Arkham. Uh, Arkham? That her parents, uh, her mother, I believe, had killed her father and then killed herself in a murder-suicide. And his mother had been into a mental asylum. So... They didn't want that information to get out to affect his father's uh, running for mayor of Gotham. For mayor, uh, which happened, fun fact, 20 years ago, uh, around the same time when the when the uh, current mayor was murdered. So there's also that uh, line. So then you have, you know, it's revealed that a reporter had found out all this information about uh, Martha Wayne, which is, you know, Batman's mother, and was going to release it uh, to the uh, news. And, uh, well, Thomas Wayne did not want that to happen, so he had uh, talked to Falcone in order to have the problem solved, and Falcone kills the uh, reporter. Yeah, but he did. But he didn't want the reporter killed. He so, just wanted scared. That that's for later. That's for later. Uh, so anyway, they uh they end up finding he somehow finds a connection. I cannot for the life of me remember, but it ends up leading him and Gordon to the orphanage. And so they go there and they see a video about uh. Thomas Wayne and the renewal project, which turns out to have been a whole lie. Yep. So, unfortunately, so, now, so I mean, I'll begin to the part now where Catwoman wants to kill this individual, where she releases the information about who he is. Um. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we forgot the uh, the car guy. Oh, the one the murder at the when he saw him at the uh, the one that was at the club. Yeah, so Oh, one, that's one of the biggest scenes. I don't know how we forgot that one. Yeah. It's be, so the thing with the movie is is hard to like remember it chronologically. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot. It's a um Yeah, it, it it flips so much between when he's Batman, when he's solving this and that, it's really hard to get like a good feel chronologically speaking and usually I'm pretty good at that but this movie kind of blends into each other which is why I can't really give it a 10 so go through his uh, death scene real quick and then we'll just finish off the rest of the movie so he goes back okay, to the so, car yeah so after after the whole um, Batman Catman break up in the club she goes to leave and the DA person had ended up following her out offering to give her a ride back to her place where she needs to go. She declines, gets a taxi, and he goes back alone to his car, where he is then uh, knocked out by the Riddler, taped up and set up with a bomb on his neck. Uh, And then he is forced to drive to the funeral of the mayor. No, no. Uh, Drive through the funeral. (laughs) Yeah. Drives through the funeral of the mayor. And ends up um, having to deliver another message to the Batman. Now, this is the first. This ends up leading to because it's kind of important. This is the first scene where uh, the Batman 
actually talks to the Riddler through uh, the phone, through a FaceTime. Yep. So, and then the cop tried to make Batman was in on it, even though he we're about to talk about what happened. But after the cops are like, what do you uh, make it seem like he had a part of it? Yeah, well, they made it because he ended up showing up. You know, they have like a bomb thing. They're trying to like, you know, take this bomb off the guy. And then Batman shows up. Is like, why is he there? What is he doing? Yep. But I mean, he the Riddler wanted him there because he had a message for him. Anyway, he ends. He starts a phone conversation. The DA guy is, you know, scared for his life, and he. So he, the Riddler makes a deal with him. If he answers three questions uh, within two minutes, three of his riddles, he'll let him live. And so Batman's first, basically completing the riddles himself. Yeah, pretty much. So pretty much the first riddle's answer is justice. You know, what what you know, what I can't remember the riddles. I'm not gonna remember the riddles. Yeah. Second one is what does it take to turn a blind eye away from justice? Something like that. And then he's like, he's talking about bribes. You know, how how much, how much was it to make you Look away, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know." Ten thousand, ten thousand. And uh, you know, then the Riddler's like, "Okay, last question. Who's the fucking rat?" And then he's like, "Batman's like, dude, just who's the rat? Who is it?" He's like, "No, I'm not. If if he I know, that's I'm crazy." Dead. He would rather get his head blown off than just reveal who the rat was. Because in his mind, if he if he reveals it, if he doesn't reveal it, it's just him who yeah. died. If he does, it's him, his his people he cares about and loves. So yeah, no, I mean like say what you want, man. He who I don't I don't I wouldn't have made that choice. So then Batman does something um wild to me. Yeah, he stays right next to the guy as he blows up. Which is insane. So he ends up getting, you know, knocked out and ends up waking up at the police station. And all the police are surrounding him, about to like remove his mask. And he gets up, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, everyone starts yelling. The head, the the big, you know, police, I guess, guy. Either way, the head of the police. Right there, and he's like, you know, hey, you know, hey, you just punched an officer, you know, we can have you arrested. Uh huh. Gordon goes like, let me, let me talk to him. Let me, I got this son of a bitch. Let me talk to him. <laughs> like every single police officer leaves the room, and then like he takes Batman, he starts like punching his chest. He's like, we gotta get you the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's, he's like, like rock me, but and he's like, take the key. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, Batman freaking escape escapes the entire police thing. That was honestly that was a pretty cool scene when he escapes the whole police. Then he uses his little fl- line thing to shoot up. Yeah, and then he flies off the top of the building. Gets wrecked though. Absolutely gets wrecked. Absolutely wrecked. Yeah, and uh, you know ends up surviving. He wrecks so- himself though. By the way, he wrecks himself. No one else does it. Yeah, no, no, no. He, yeah, I mean, he had a tough landing, but um, tough landing. <laughs> oh, so, 
He's wrecked. I tell you, this movie, it all blends in so much. I cannot for the life of me figure it out. How does he how does he find out that the next target is Bruce Wayne? Oh, they end up going to the orphanage somehow, and he sees the sins of the father after the message, and he finds out that he is the next target and tries to race home in order to warn Alfred. And he ends up calling too late, and the bomb's already blown up, and Alfred's in the hospital. Yeah, because yeah. he thinks he's like on his way there, and that lady answers, she was like, "You're too late." Like it was like an hour. No, it had to have been recent because it was still uh, smoking. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. It was. Was it though? You know how we were just you were just saying how the scenes can they flicker back and forth? Yeah. I, I want to say he was probably late by, I want to say maybe like 30 minutes. And you know what? Honestly, it might have been around an hour. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I think it was. Because she sounded pretty calm when she told him it was already, you know, too late. Yeah, because if it was going on, she probably would have been out of there herself. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So anyway, you know, he feels all guilty. Alfred's, you know. In the hospital. See, at the very end, it's like things just start, you know, all coming together. Anyway, so he's at like his lowest point. Alfred's in the hospital and he's I think he's back at the Batcave and he sees that Catwoman has turned her things back on. Mm -hmm. And so... Okay, so this is when they meet up. She asks for his help and then reveals what happened to the Waynes. And then, man, I, I, I cannot remember what happens next for the life of me. Oh, 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 oh. He decides to go. Okay, yeah, okay. So after he finds out the truth about the Waynes, he goes to Falcone to hear about the truth. And then Falcone says... That it was the Maronis that yep. had family that killed because they were worried that now that they were in Falcone's uh, pocket because of what he did for them to get rid of the news guy, he was he was going to have more power. So he ended up killing them, and then you have the whole Maroni drug that turns out to have been false because it was a bunch of all the high rollers and big people in the city that wanted a cut of the renewal fund and so they used the Maroni drug bus in order to control the drugs as well. So now they had a billion dollars in order to bribe people. They had the drug money in order to keep, you know, more power in the city. And you know, that was like that was pretty much what the Joker was trying to reveal that one of the biggest drug busts in this You mean the Riddler. What did I say? The Joker. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, the Riddler was trying to reveal, you know, it turns out that for the past 20 years, every single corrupt politician that had made their career and advanced up the ladder because of the fake Maroney drug bust was mm-hmm. were using the renewal funds in order to bribe, uh, in order to probably buy drugs, you know, prostitutes, uh, whatever crime they could do, they were pretty much being funded by the by renewal 
and by the drug profits. Now, the Batman uh, was at his lowest point. Alfred was the one who actual truth because Falcone <clears throat> lied to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so after Bruce went to go see Falcone and was pretty much shook, he goes to see Alfred in the hospital and he wakes up and he says, did you know that, you know, my dad asked Falcone to murder someone? And then Alfred gets pissed and he was like, your father was a good man. And I have to admit, at that point, I was like, I don't know, Alfred. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was like, it's like, who's Good lying? Man doesn't another one. Yeah, so it turns out he didn't, and this, and I, and I absolutely believed him. He didn't try to get the reporter dealt with because he was worried about his candidacy. He did it because he was trying to protect his wife. He didn't mm-hmm. want that information to get out about his wife being in an insane asylum. You know, because she already, you know, had it rough enough. And he also didn't want, you know, Bruce to find out about it. And then, you know, it would it would have ruined their family, maybe. And that reporter was working for uh, what's his name? What's, what starts with the M? What's his name? Maroney. Maroney. He was working for him. Yeah, no, it turns out that, you know, the reporter was actually a scumbag. Yep. Uh, and so. When now it is true that Thomas had gotten down to his lowest point as well and had asked Falcone for help. He asked for him to, you know, help to take care of the reporter to stop him from, you know, revealing this information. Falcone saw it as an opportunity to get, you know, the Waynes on in his, you know, owing him a favor. So he kills the man Mm -hmm. and. You know, Thomas is like, I did not ask you to do that. That is not what I wanted you to do. I did not want you to kill this man. I'm going to the police. I'm going to tell them what you did. And I'm going to tell you what I asked you to do. The truth will be revealed. Yep. And so Alfred does not know this for sure, but he believes Falcone is who had Bruce's parents killed. Yep. And I think that's the stuff is like, you know, it's all circumstantial. You never really figure out who it was that, you know killed the the Wayne you know it yeah, really it's a he say it's a he say she say yeah it could have just been some random scum sucker looking for drug money it could have been so now we get to the part where Catwoman reveals who her dad is yeah so by this point you know Bruce has found his center again and he ends up, uh, he believed he received a call from Commissioner Gordon to meet them at their usual spot. But Gordon thought that he, that Batman had called him to meet him. And then mm-hmm. they go find Catwoman beating the ever-loving shit out of the crooked cop. Uh, <laughs> showed up at the police station with a broken nose and all that. Uh, from the very first uh, club fight when Batman showed up and met Catwoman for the first time. Yep. So at that point, Catwoman uh, reveals that the cop was there when her roommate was grabbed by Falcone and has a recording of Falcone and the officer uh, going through the entire process where they catch her, they question her, 
and then Falcone literally strangles her to, to death. death on video, but uh, voice recording. Well, on uh, recording audio. So she wants to kill that crooked cop. She has him on top of the building, but of course, Batman's not going to let her do it. Yeah, so you know she's ready to fire her gun, and you know he he stops her, and then she reveals that you know Falcone is her dad. So at that point, she goes. Yeah, she goes into how her mother used to work at the club, just like her. And would take her there. And when she was there, Falcone would always look at her a certain way that she didn't understand until her mother told her. And then one day, her mother ends up getting strangled by someone at the club. Probably She thought one of her clients. And when Child Protective Services came to take her away, Falcone did nothing. So from that point onward, she always wanted revenge against him. Yep. Get it, but of course Batman's gonna try to stop her from taking him out. So yeah, at this point, everything's starting to come together. Uh so Batman so first Catwoman goes after Falcone and then Batman follows up in a smarter way, uh, takes out the lights in the club, which takes out the lights in the whole building, including the secret lounge, uh, and go- and starts to go after uh Falcone in order to bring him into the light because it turns out Falcone was the rat. You know, you know what else flies? A falcon. Yep. Uh, so Batman goes in order to bring Falcone to justice. Falcone is fighting Catwoman, who he eventually gets the uh, surprise on and starts choking her like he choked her mother. It turns out he killed her mother as well. But Batman ends up saving her. And just when he's about to bring Falcone to justice uh, and all the police are there. <laughs> aren't corrupt in order to uh, take him out because, you know, Falcons is the secret uh, shadow leader of pretty much the, the entire city. He mm-hmm. brings the light just like the Riddler's Riddle told him to, and he ends up getting shot by the Riddler. So then the Riddler, they, uh, the Riddler pretty much gives himself up at the calf where he was drinking coffee and he leaves a question mark in the latte. They go through the whole the Riddler's whole uh, apartment. Um, they throw him in jail. He does a big conversation with Batman, basically saying that him and Batman were on the same team the whole time. Yeah, and like he, he like, inspired him to do what he did. And then once he figured out, you know, he told him like you like you're nothing. You'll be nothing. Riddler has a breakdown, and then goes like, "Wait, did you not?" Oh, you didn't figure it out. So he goes, he goes back to the apartment and he sees the, um, the murder weapon. And then the, that cop from like the beginning of the movie who told him, you know, you're not allowed here. This is cop business. The Filipino. Yeah. He tells him what that tool is. It's a carpet tucker. And that's when the Riddler's mastermind plan is revealed. So first you see when the carpet is lifted up, you see in his apartment, you see that uh, a, th- a thing of the city is uh, out, is like made on the ground. And a new, a great change or a new change is the clue in order to unlock the Riddler's 
very last video that he sent out to like 507 of his crazy gun-toting followers revealed mm-hmm. that the Riddler is going to blow up the seawall. Classic villain move, by the way. He's going to blow up the seawall, flood Gotham, and then force all the people that are in the, uh, the city square to go into the uh, Gotham Square Garden where the mayoral, where the mayoral winner is uh, giving their big speech and force them all in there and then get a bunch of like machine gun toting crazy people to shoot the mayor and everyone else in there that's trapped in there because of the floodwaters. And and because you don't really see this in a lot of movies, but his plan actually was successful. He actually blew up the, uh, the seawall. Yeah. They discovered it too late. He, he, and the, the crazy thing is he left all the clues there for them to figure it out, but they Mm -hmm. just didn't put it together. And yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, um, the seawall blows up. Uh, every, everyone's getting led into the um, little Gotham Square Garden. Square Garden. And then all of a sudden, uh, the mayor's trying to calm everyone. And then she looks up and sees the people with their guns and gets shot in the shoulder. Gordon goes to save her, but chaos ensues. Everyone's, you know, they start firing and trying to kill people. And then the Batman shows up and kicks all their asses. And Catwoman, just, but remember now, Batman started getting his ass with a little bit. And he got shot with that shotgun. Yeah, so he is about to get, you know, one of the last people uh, and ends up getting shot. And I guess his arm is, you know, not, uh, he might be like dislocated or really hurt and he can't pull himself up. Well, this asshole slowly loads his double barrel shotgun. Slowly and, loads it. Yeah, and then slowly points it right at Batman's head and then Catwoman saves Batman and helps him up. And Batman's pretty much, you know, almost out for the count. He can't even get up. Unfortunately, another uh, of the, you know, Riddler's uh, henchmen ends up beating up Catwoman and is about to kill her. Uh, So he takes some adrenaline and you know, attacks the guy and then starts beating the ever-loving shit out of him. And then Gordon stops Batman. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yo, you you need to relax. You're about to kill this man. Yeah, so they unmask the guy and, you know, Gordon asks him, who are you? And then he says, I am vengeance. And Batman, <laughs> and Batman just has like a, oh my fucking God. Did I? I did not. I like... For him, he did not want to inspire these kinds of people. Yeah. But he didn't realize that in a way he was. He was inspiring people to take justice into their own hands and, you know, you know, with violence and, you know, do what needs to be done. So anyway, the auditorium is flooding with water and a bunch of people are trapped on the very bottom and there is an electric cable that's about to shock the water and kill a bunch of people. So Batman, in you know, an act of heroism, jumps onto the line and then uses his batarang to cut it to cut the line to prevent it from shocking a bunch of people. And he falls into the water. And so, after that, he basically 
water, and he basically leaves leads everybody out of Madison, uh, not Madison Square Garden, but Gotham Square Garden. So, and and this is probably like some of the most powerful imagery I've seen in a movie. Um, I was tearing up because he just he turns on a flare. He goes to where a bunch of people are trapped in. He helps to move a pillar, and then he reaches his hand in to help them. And they're super like hesitant at first because you know a lot of them are like he's a vigilante. He's do he's violent. You know they thought him as bad as some other criminals. And then the very first hand that reaches out to him is the kid who uh, whose father had been killed by the Joker at first. So he helps the kid. And then the mayor, who was against Batman to begin with, she reaches out her hand and, you know, he starts helping people out. And then, you know, other people come up and start helping. So he goes to lead them uh, to safety. So then you just have Batman with a red flare wading through the water, through the darkness and leading all these people that are like following him, almost billowing, billowing out like his cape to um, safety. So at the end of the movie, uh, everyone's on top of the building. The National Guard has come in in order to help uh, save and rescue them because the, the entire city is flooded. Uh, and then you see Batman carrying a woman onto a stretcher to be lifted up by helicopter and she grabs his arm and he looks at her and nods like you're you're going to be OK. Yep. Everything's OK. And this is like uh, the first uh, news uh, thing where it's, where, you know, it's like Batman saves uh, the people at the auditorium, you know. And, you know, it, he, I think he, did. he switches up too, right. He doesn't go by vengeance on um, vengeance anymore. Doesn't he go by like justice? Yeah, so now, yeah, so after everything he found out with his uh, dad from uh, Alfred, almost losing Alfred, and then seeing how that he had inspired the Joker, he realized that he was sending the wrong message, and that he was he was doing things wrong to begin with, and that he shouldn't be trying to, that vengeance doesn't solve anything, that vengeance, you know, in violence and everything that he was doing was sending the wrong message and empowering the wrong people. And he realized that what the world needed, what Gotham needed was justice. Not vengeance. Yeah. So in the end, uh, he saves all the people. The city ends up getting drained out, I guess. Uh, Batman and Catwoman have a final goodbye. She says he could leave it all behind and come with her. But she realizes at the end, no, he never could. He, you know, he, he can't give up on this city without trying to save it. Yeah. And she went to Bloodhaven where Nightwing, where he would live. But I mean, I guess since this is year two, there is no Robin or Nightwing. Yeah. But that's what she went to. I'm pretty sure she'll be back for the sequel. Maybe. They might uh, involve other people, but... Either way, yeah. So, you know, he ends up driving away. And, you know, at this point, you know, I'm just speculating. But I think what's going to happen is, you know, he's going to start realizing that he has to be Bruce Wayne and that he can help the city on two fronts instead of just one. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So hopefully in the second movie, you'll see a little less goth haircut and, you know, hair color. 
and a little more respectable CEO of a business, you know, multi-billionaire guy. Yep. And then, All right. Well, what you about? What you got left? Yeah, I was just gonna go. So then you have the Riddler. Uh, so the Riddler is distraught because he feels like he's failed. You know, his entire thing was he was an orphan at the orphanarium or the orphanage uh, that ended up getting left behind by the renewal program after Thomas Wayne had died. So he, you know, he always felt like, you know, he was always wondering what his purpose was. And then he, he was an accountant and he saw the renewal uh, account book and he realized what was going on. And that was what led him on his path to rooting out all the corruption that was created 20 years ago by the failure of the renewal project after the murder of Thomas Wayne. Mm -hmm. And well, as you know, unfortunately his big master plan ended up failing overall. And at that point he finds a friend in the Joker. And he did the classic, well, not complete, but he started off doing that Joker laugh. Yeah. And I will say this, the Joker's speech where he even gave a riddle for the Riddler to solve, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit that. I would say I would recommend seeing the movie because of the story and the visuals of the movie. And the yeah, they have powerful visuals. I thought it was really good directing, but I also thought the characters were all just really well made. Mm-hmm. What was like, some um, reasons that you would recommend going to see the movie? Um, I, w- I would recommend going to see the movie actually mainly for the villain. I thought the Riddler was perfect. I mean, it was he was the perfect Riddler. I mean, Jim Carrey did a great job as like a comic Riddler yeah. and all that. And like, you know, he played it smart and all that. And, you know, gave riddles with his crime. But the Riddler was literally leaving riddles and clues and, you know, made things seem one way but could actually be read another if you look deeper. The no. URL one. Yeah. I mean, he knew who the rat was the entire time. He <laughs> just couldn't get he couldn't get to him. He needed Batman. Batman. That's why he was leading Batman around the entire time. Because he even said it. He was like, I'm he was like, I'm not either. He said, that's what you're for. I'm more of a the smart guy. Yeah, and you know, honestly, he was smarter than Batman in this movie. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that Batman just started what he was doing, and the Riddler has loved riddles his entire life. Yep, he's been planning this for years to happen. So he he was pretty smart. Well, let's go ahead and end this right here. Um, yeah, like we said, I, the movie like uh, probably <coughs> seven out of ten. Uh, you said that you gave it a what? I would probably give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we, we're pro- close to the same. So, yeah, we're waiting for the sequel, and we'll see what happens. So, we'll see you guys next time. Appreciate y'all for listening. We out. Peace. All right. See ya.